This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, John. Yourself? Uh, not too bad. What do you have for us tonight? Okay, well, as promised last time, it's like I've got what is easily the most anticipated, my most anticipated comic book of the year to talk about. I'm talking about the final volume of Blade of the Immortal, um, subtitled Final Curtain. Now, now if you've um, read, like, I've been reading the uh, reading my blog and li- well, listening to at least one of the podcasts. I have they've only done one Blade of the Immortal podcast, which just baffles me. But anyway, Blade of the Immortal is my favorite ongoing comic book. Not not just manga, ongoing comic book. Period. I have been reading this series, and I had to check this. I I can't because it's been so long that I can't remember the exact date since 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 around the turn of the millennium. It's like it's I can't nail down the exact dates. I think it's been been for at least at least fifteen years. So we're talking about most of my adult life for a given definition of the term adult at least. And um, I it's like and um, ever like ever since um, my, you know, I ha- drove out to the, you, I picked up the um, first two volumes from. a from a guy I used to know at the Greenwood Film Society because he was, you know, getting rid of his comics. I love them. It's like, and then I remember driving out to the Universal City Walk to get the uh, second volume of um, On Silent Wings Part Two because, god damn, I wanted to know how that how that arc ended. I didn't know about any like you know closer um, stores near me. And I hadn't, hadn't actually got the hand the uh, hang of ordering things on Amazon. Yeah, this is this is back in like turn of the millennium, man. It's like it's. All this, all that weird internet stuff was just foreign to me at the time. But Blade of the Immortal has just been one of the most consistently entertaining and um, unsurprising series that I've that I've read. I mean, part of this I do think comes from the fact that I've been reading that that even though I've been I've been a solid trade waiter for this series, and um, even though like I've had to endure year long waits between volumes, um, it's like. It always delivered whenever it whenever it did. I mean, like I, there are some series that are now serialized only, like only annually, like um, Real or Oku. It's like, and like, and they, it's like, and they. I'm sure you that you know if you're going to be, if you're going to do that, that if you're going to be um, deliver just one volume a year, you need to make sure that volume is like hits the mark every time. Blade of the Immortal did that consistently. For over for now over thirty volumes. I mean, even see, even when it was um, you know not um, like at the top of its game, I like, say for the prison arc, um, which was let's see, fifth volume fifteen through twenty one. <laughs> uh, it it's like it still showed that still showed a level of invention and creativity that um, was better than most other people's best efforts. So basically, I love this series, and um, when it was finally announced that the series wrapped up. Two years ago in Japan, I'm just waiting. Okay, you know, it's like, it's like it's it's done. I mean, I, I had been considering it been going on for so long. I thought, hey, you know, maybe this is he's just going to do this for the rest of his life. I don't know. But then, you know, he realized. Then he realized, hey, it's over. So now, just waiting for the uh, waiting for the end. So, and it finally arrived um, a couple couple weeks back. I mean, if, yeah, if you read the site, you know that I. Did a special like you know there will be no post tonight because I'm reading the final volume of Blade of the Immortal. So, does the final volume deliver? Yes, yes, it does. Is it the best, um, absolute, most incredible thing that 
that I've read for the series? No. No, it is not. But um, Mangaka um, Hiroki Samura does stick the landing, and I was very entertained by, by what I saw here. Yes, there are some things that I wish that um, he, he would have done differently, but in the end, I think it's a very... I think it's a, it's a very satisfying wrap-up to the, um, the saga of Manji, Rin, and Notsu, and the Ito Ryu, it's like, and, every, and everyone else that has survived at this point like in, the, in the series. Now, series, volume, left, now um, volume 30 left off on a very tantalizing cliffhanger as you had um, two of the series' um, biggest badasses, um, um, Makie and um, Gichi, prepared to face off it's like in it's like in the poor town that had seen so much carnage all, it's like already and um there and when and at this point you know it was he was teasing um we were being teased that you know Makie um she was her tuberculosis was about to, about to um it's like like was about to um hit hit her hard um hit her hard again and Gitchi had just come at the um come back it was just coming off of his um, brutal fight with um, Abayama a couple of volumes back. So you got two characters who are just not at their best, uh, but still like ferocious fighters. And I'm mean, just wondering, you know, what, how is this going to turn out? And it's, uh, that's, that's one, that's one thing I like. I've really liked about the buildup, like, uh, like over the last couple of volumes is that, you know, he, that um, Samura has really been saving some of the um, best fights in the series. Um, for this final, for this final, for these um, last couple of volumes, I mean the uh, Manji's throwdown with that burly um, Dutchman um, was definitely a standout. As was Amakie's um, like three-on-one battle with um, members of the um, of the Rokidan pre- previously. So you got the two hitters who are not at their best taking each other out, and well, let's just say there's there's certainly a little. There, there, there is a twist to this that basically um, spe- makes it go um, far more um, quickly than you'd expect. I will say that it's that it is a um, it is a satisfying fight, and it also and well, there is one bit that I that actually kind of like you know explains a lot of um, you know uh, why um, Hyakurin, um one of the members of the um, it's like Mugai Ryu. It's like winds up in the awful situations she has in the course of the series, um, as as Gitchy spells it out for us. I mean, it's he he, he kind of throws your character right under the bus, and at the same time, though, it kind of explains, yeah, that 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 does make sense, but it's kind of but it's kind of sad as as well. But still, it's like seeing what he but um, seeing Gitchy um, express a certain amount of vulnerability in his interactions. That was that. See that made that made that made the final battle and wrap up, um, like pretty interesting. Then you've got, um, I mean, um, Manji and Rin are just kind of like, you know background characters of the first half of this volume because then you've got um, like Anatsu um, finishing his office battle with um, with, with Habaki Kagimura, and um, then you've got, and of course, like the uh, last minute appearance of of um, Habaki's daughter because you know you have to have everyone on ground. Like in the for the for the final confrontation, only then you've got. Um, turns out that um, someone else has managed to um, show up as well, and um, it's like it's a guy who, um, well, he's a real slimy Weasley bastard. And if you're thinking about the characters who've been introduced in the last, like in the last major arc, so so he's saying from volume twenty two on, should give you a pretty good idea. And it, 
and this there is lots of tragedy um, from his from his reintroduction to this to the series, but it also leads to um, like a beautiful um, like affirmation of um, like of Maki of um, like um, the relationship that um, Makie and um, Anotsu have. I mean, it it is like basically a love. It's like love that um, you know he that he has for like you know someone who is much stronger than him, and her for someone who. You know, it's like it's there's a moment when she says that you know like um it's like i don't she says i don't want to be um like i will stay by your side like until you become stronger than me and at one point i know she asked him this again she says no it's like no i have not become stronger than you so it's so and sometimes it's you know like uh, um, i says yeah it's like you know it's nice you still need, need you by your side so that that Back and forth between Anotsu and Makie was beautiful, as was her um, her final battle in the series, which which is amazing to behold, like even up until the point when um, her her momentum is stopped. That's all, all I will say. And you've also got other um, memorable fights, such as the um, such as um, Anotsu taking on um, Kagi, Kagimura, and um, the one and it's like it's one of those moments where it's like yeah, it's like oh man, it's like. And Hotsu's like, you just spent your last um, bout of anger just fight, um, taking on the guy who um, did you wrong. And now you're going to fight the guy who um, can't muster up the same um, emotion against? Oh, man, you're doomed. Doomed. But then, and, but then, you know, it's like, Kagimura, he is just too much of a bastard in order to, to have any um, success in this. It's like in this in this climax and the person who gets to cast the final stone against him or, you know, final, um, stone axe is, um, is Manji, which is very appropriate. And I, I, that was, that was great. Even if I will admit the, um, the, uh, Ma, the, uh, Manji, um, Anotsu battle is, was kind of un- underwhelming in the sense that, um, you know, Manji is taking on Anotsu when he's, Definitely not at the top of his game, but um, as Manji uh, remarks, like, "Hey, you know, I'm glad I got to fight you when you're off your A game here, because there's probably no way I'd win otherwise." And of course, um, Anotsu remarks on, "Like, what is up with that preposterous arm?" Because if you remember from the previous volume, uh, Manji took the um, big burly Dutchman's arm um, as his own in order to beat beat the guy down with. And I, something I just noticed when I was reading the volume today, um, Manji, um, even though his arm, his right arm was taken off by the guy, Manji actually grabbed the guy's left arm and put it on his right side. So it's, <laughs> so I mean, it's like I, when I when I saw this in the previous volume, I thought, dude, this is downright Liefeldian. And then when I was then realizing that um, it's like the um, anatomy is just completely off, like that, that's even. That's even more Liefeldian than um, Rob Liefeld himself could manage. So, so yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but you know, I've but I got got I've gotten used to it. And then you've and um, then you've got the uh, like um, Anotsu's, you know, like he's having a has a final send off, and he's get when he works to get on the uh, boats um, that that are heading to China. But um, Rin has one last thing that she needs needs to say to him, as well as um, you have to find out why he actually wanted um, Manji to uh, show up at this 
at this battle as well. He has a very specific task for the character. So all of the fighting, fighting and um, resolutions and recriminations of this of the uh, of the showdown in the, sea, the seaside town really extremely, extremely well handled. Then you get the um, then you get to start getting the um, extended epilogue because I mean first the series that runs um, you know as long as this did you know you're get you need like um, oh say about fifty or so fifty or so pages in order to um, sort out all the uh, it's like you know what what everyone's up to after the end of the series and a lot of it's, it's like a lot of it's fun I mean everyone who is still alive at the uh, at the end of the series even if the okay well. All the people, all the uh, popular characters that are still alive at the end of the series, um, get their own own epilogue. Um, so, so and that so again, that was cool. And um, then, and you also get um, like the um, and then you get down to the final final bits with um, Manji and Rin. Um, Rin, and it's like she. It's interesting to note that um, she wanted that um, that Arenzo, the kid, she tried to get off the. Uh, Cycle of Vengeance, but failed to. Um, he has his own own thoughts on her her situation, and um, you know what? It's like, and it's it's interesting to observe in the sense that you know she she was completely beholden to the Cycle of Vengeance. It's like she wanted a better life for for people who weren't in her situation, but um, in the end, she wasn't able to um, quite secure that herself. But we do learn that she um, did eventually um, like learn. Um, marry, have a family, and have descendants as well. That's because um, the final part of this series picks up in the um, in the Meiji era um, with well, yeah, I guess it's probably not um, too much of a surprise to say that you know um, Manji does survive survive all this, but at the same time he's kind of like it's like he is ver- still very much the same that um, we found. When we found him the first first time, still just living on the margins, trying to scratch out a living. Using, and um, but now he's that was an era where swords, where swords are outlawed, and um, he realizes that you know, hey, like all all the stuff I stuff I did those um, ninety years ago, didn't matter all that. Ultimately, didn't matter all that much. And there is a um, an encounter that helps square um, the series with its beginning. You know, and I guess this is the source of my one um, major issue with the, with the series, in the sense that it did the series did start with Amanji trying to forsake the sword and you know protect um, someone with his um, body or just his bare fists. Now um, he's being asked to do the same, but at the same time, though, you know, I would have liked to have seen seen that that little this little plot point just wrapped up immediately, just if only. I guess if only for for my selfish fanboyish peace of mind to know that you know hey you know maybe Ma- that Manji had um, moved beyond um, what he like someone who would live by the sword that you know maybe um, like with all with his immortality he would you know basically like grow and learn it's like like even if it took him a while that he would but like you know like he would he would accrue some some measure of wisdom for. Having to deal with life and situations. In the end, yo, know, he so kind of remains much as as he is, and the series kind of like I don't, I don't think it repeats itself, but it ends on a on an interesting interesting note. Um, I mean, overall, it's like 
I it's like I liked it. I mean, reading it again, reading it again, it's like I it's like I mean, there wasn't anything that really shocked me or in the same way that um Rin's encounter with Anotsu did uh, early on in the series. But um but overall it's like, you know, for telling a 19 year long story and um all the um growth he un- you can see his, his the growth the guy underwent that um that uh, somewhere underwent over the course of his run. I mean, it's dude is not the same storyteller that he was at the beginning. And um it's like it's you know, it's like it he's, he's still stuck I still think he's stuck the landing. He it's like maybe it's not the um it doesn't I guess um I was expecting this I my hope would, was that this would be um this would tell tell me this would be like oh Blade the Immortal Volume Thirty One easily best of the year no problem but you know I still think it's probably probably going to be worthy of a spot in the top ten it's like it's like if nothing else because you know it's like I said he it, it it was still a satisfying ending and it had a little lot of little stuff in there to to recommend it as well you know it's like hey if all I guess if if all volume all series endings were as good as this one world will be a better place that's that's definitely for sure and um not quite done with this series because you know hey i mean i yeah i could have gone and reread all 30 30 volumes um before um doing this but tch, fuck that i still got um all my um, stuff from um WonderCon that i'm still that i'm still reading through and um then there's all the stuff that's see that's arriving um each week from amazon because of course but yeah expect Sometime later this year, um, I'll sit down, reread all of Blade of the Immortal, and then you know maybe offer a uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts on this, you know where this stands in my best of um, comics I've list. Because there's people with long memories will remember, will remember that for the uh, like when I did my you know best um, comics of all time, it's like Blade of the Immortal was the only comic book on the list that was still going on. Is it still worthy of a place on that list? Well, I'm going to reread them all and find out. Right now, sounds like fun. John, um, see any thoughts on your end about, about all this? Wow, so 31 volumes—that's a lot of volumes, man. It's it's the uh, exact length as a uh, slam dunk, um, I believe, right now. But oh. also, um, it's um, less volumes than say, oh my goddess, vagabond, berserk. Um, twentieth oh. century boys. If you want to get, no, oh, no, not twentieth century boys. <laughs> um, um Gantz. It's less less volumes than Gantz, oh. and um, yeah. It's like in fact, I think it's probably going to wind up being less volumes than JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, assuming Viz keeps um re- putting out the uh, series. But yeah, it, Blade of the Immortal is one of the, is definitely one of the longer series that I followed, and like I said I'm just I. I'm glad that it ended because you know it's like because it, it speaks to that the creator was able to end it on his own terms rather than say um, trying like because um, sales dictated it. Hmm. Yes, yes. So, well, it's better to end a series on your own terms, I think, than have having to be forced to end it. Absolutely. All right. So, um, for the next podcast, what do you have in store for us? Okay, we're going um, setting the Wayback Machine for a series that um, most people thought would, well, that most people were probably not expecting to ever ever see print again. 
And um, you know, unless you know, unless something else happens to uh, that, unless I drastically change my mind, I'm going to be talking about um, Alan Moore's um, Miracle Man. All right, and we'll catch you on next time on Comic Comic Picks by the Glicks. All right, later, everyone. All right, bye.